the old renaissance is the new renaissance standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction this is the harlem brewing company uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste a sound and a feeling that can only be described in one way harlem style so come and take a trip on the a train with our harlem sugar hill golden ale and our harlem renaissance whip beer the neighborhood original sponsored by harlem beer distributing north carolina for more information log on to their website at harlembeernc.com it's the hbcu football daily podcast for today wednesday march 10th i'm donald ware it is the hump day edition of the program it's the day we begin to transition into the next week of HBCU football, which in this case will be week four of HBCU football. But before we do that, and we're going to tell you the games for week four in HBCU football, which begins on Saturday, I want to talk a little bit about the coaches and media polls, the HBCU coaches and media polls, which were released on Monday in the coaches poll, Alabama A&M was number one, received 14 of the 17 first place votes, followed by Jackson State at number two, Alabama, or excuse me, Prairie View A&M at number three, Arkansas Pine Bluff number four, Southern at number five, Grambling was six, tied for seventh was Delaware State and South Carolina State. At number nine was Alabama State and Tennessee State was number 10. Others receiving votes, Texas Southern and Howard, and this is a this is different than the media poll, and I'm going to tell you the media poll, and then I'm going to talk about the two. So, the media voted Jackson State number one. Jackson State received seven of 15 first place votes. Alabama A&M was number two. Alabama A&M received one more first place vote, so eight first place votes, but had one less point. So, in other words, Jackson State had 142 points, while Alabama A&M had 141 points. Arkansas Pine Bluff was number three. Prairie View A&M, number four. Southern, who was number one last week, number five. Six through ten looks like this. Grambling, Delaware State, South Carolina State, Alabama State, and Tennessee State. Let's look at the coaches poll, and you got to remember that you're only working with there are 21, and the, the teams that are eligible for the coaches poll are the FCS HBCUs or the Division One HBCUs. So you're only working with about 13 of the 21 teams. Only 13 of the 21 teams is about eight of those teams have opted out. And so, you know, the coaches decided Alabama A&M uh, looked really, you know, when you look last week, so Southern was number one last week and, you know, probably rightfully so, you know, coming off the big win last week over Alabama State, it was the biggest game in HBCU football and you don't have much of a measuring stick. I mean, you can go by preseason, but COVID has a lot to do with what is going on in terms of what you see. Limited teams, uh, you you had, you, you know, we're playing in spring, like you don't know, Guys have left the program. It's been 15 months since teams have played, so there's a lot going on. And, I, you know, Alabama A&M at number one, 
I mean, with the way that Alabama A&M, it's a couple of things. The way Alabama A&M uh, defeated South Carolina State, who, remember, co MEAC co-champions last year, dismantled, in essence, South Carolina State at South Carolina State. Uh, you look at everything that Alabama A&M comes back with, right, from 2019, so a lot of it is projection, Aquil Glass, Ibrahim. You look at the defense, it's really good, plus they added some transfers. So I get it with the coaches. You know, Jackson State at number two. I mean, that win by Jackson State was huge, and I'm going to talk more about it as it goes to the media poll. That's a big-time win over Grambling. Big-time win. You look at Prairie View A&M at number three, come from behind victory over Texas Southern. I mean, you got to give credence to teams that have played and are winning, right? Like you've only played, you know, we, we're in week three, the most that any team has played is two times in the in the what would be in voting in terms of the coaches poll. Jackson State has played twice. Tennessee State has played twice. So some team, you know, you're looking for teams to play games, right, and to win games. Prairie View A and M won, albeit against Texas Southern, came from behind and won that football game. Got Arkansas Pine Bluff um, at number four, beating Southern uh, one game. I mean, that's a big win over Southern. Southern was the previous number one. That's what the coaches said, and you rounded out with Southern in the top five, which I think is correct. Southern has a win against Alabama State. Yes, it has a loss, but it you know it's to a SWAC opponent and a Western Division opponent at that uh, on the road. That game was in Pine Bluff, right? So you know I get it with the coaches in terms of uh, the rankings. Grambling drops, obviously, one game, but the loss to Jackson State. Delaware State is 1-0, but Delaware State, I mean, Delaware State did move up. And if you look at Delaware State, I mean, it just, it, this is this is the first time that I can remember, and, you know, in a while, at least since 2012, that Delaware State has been in the poll and then been in the poll in consecutive weeks. So it's tied for number seven, South Carolina State drops, uh, obviously, where it was from number two last year, uh, last week again. That's projections because South Carolina State hadn't played a game until it played Alabama A and M this past Saturday. Alabama State didn't play. Uh, drops from seven to nine, and then uh, Tennessee State is at number ten. Drops and Tennessee State lost the football game. You look at the media poll, and I can, I can make an argument, and you can make an argument that Jackson State should be number one as well. As a matter of fact. I would vote Jackson State number one, and here's why. I don't look at the Edward Waters game. I mean, it, it, you know, I mean, it had been different if they had been playing, you know, even if it was not a Division One opponent, if it had been a you know higher Division One opponent, you could give a little bit more credence to it. Nothing against Edward Waters, but this is you know this is Jackson State. I mean, they haven't been that great as a program more recently, but I mean, it's got some history. It's division one. It's got, you know, now you got Deion Sanders, get all these guys in the program, but to get the win, to go on the road, to get the win against Grambling uh, with uh, new coaching staff, uh, you know, whole new situation there with, with Jackson state to hold on, to win that game because Jackson State, remember, got outscored Grambling 20 to nothing. Jackson State was down 14 to 7. Uh, Grambling even got the ball back off a of Jackson State turnover and couldn't capitalize three straight punts 
by Grambling. Jackson State scores three tra- straight times, 20 points in the second quarter, had to hold on to the end, and in essence won the game because of a cause fumble by Jackson State against Grambling, who had its second and goal from the one. Aubrey Miller, Boxer Row National Player of the Week, makes the play, and ultimately Jackson State holds on. So you you have the win, you have the road factor, new uh, everything, you know, well, some new players, but a new coaching staff, new mindset, all of those things with respect to Jackson State. And you got a lot of people like me saying, Jackson State has something to show everyone. It's not just about Deion Sanders being there. It's not just about the transfers. Alcorn State coming in, two-time defending champs. Alabama A&M on the rise. Grambling is right there. Southern Western Division champs two times over. And to beat a Grambling team, I think that's absolutely huge. So I would have voted Jackson State number one from that vantage point. I think the win by Jackson State over Grambling was bigger than the win by Alabama A&M over South Carolina State, even though Alabama A&M made a point and definitively beat South Carolina State. I still think the win by Jackson State was bigger. Arkansas Pine Bluff at number three. I agree with that because you're talking about an Arkansas Pine Bluff team. Um, uh, and, and and actually that game, that game was in Pine Bluff. Southern, uh, they, they, they actually Arkansas Pine Bluff had to make a stop on the last drive. But I think the game, the score may have been a little bit closer than the game actually was because Arkansas Pine Bluff had a big lead. That's a huge win. I think the win by Arkansas Pine Bluff over Southern is bigger than the win by Prairie View over Texas Southern. Remember, Prairie View had to come from behind. They had to score in the last, you know, the last, in essence, the last, you know, drive, last possession when Texas Southern was trying to hold that lead late in the fourth quarter. Okay. So I would agree with Arkansas Pine Bluff at number three, Prairie View at number four, Southern at number five, again, one and one. Grambling, uh, no, no qualms with Grambling being at number six, although I would say, Delaware State has a victory on the season where Grambling has a loss. So if we're, it looks like with the media poll, we're talking more about projections and what a team should be opposed to what is actual. And I get it. Dell State beat Howard. We don't know really what Howard is, but I think when you're that Dell State program that is, it just hasn't won in quite some time, like you'd have to go back. What, Dell State, I think, won the – MEAC championship in like 2006, 2007. And it's pretty much been downhill from there for Dell State. But, hey, no real big qualms with Grambling being number six, uh, Dell State being number seven, South Carolina State at number eight. It drops all the way down. Alabama State at, at uh, number nine. And that's a big drop, you know, uh, by South Carolina State from four to eight. And then Tennessee State uh, at number 10. And others receiving votes. Texas Southern received 11 votes. West Virginia State, who hasn't played a game yet, is going to be really, really good. I think this year was was good two years ago. Finished second in the MAC or the Mountain East Conference with an opportunity to win the conference on the last game of the season. Couldn't get it done, uh, but I think they're going to be good. The Mississippi Valley State, who hasn't played a game, received one vote. And I think Mississippi Valley State's going to be pretty good this year as a matter of fact. Let's take a look at the week four schedule in HBCU football. South Carolina State going to be back at home, going to be hosting Delaware State, Grambling, 
is going to host Prairie View. Well, actually, it's Grambling and Prairie View A&M, and, that, and they're not hosting. Grambling's the home team. But the game is going to be played in Arlington, Texas, the State Fair Classic at Global Life Park. Should be a really good football game. Again, Prairie View A&M has had Grambling State's number the last couple of years. Savannah State's going to play two games in the spring. This is going to be one of the games taking on West Alabama in the Gulf Coast Classic in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, Langston's going to be on the road taking on Texas Wesleyan. So Langston's going to be back in action, 0-2 on the season, going to be back in action taking on Texas Wesleyan. Tennessee State's going to be back at home. Tennessee State needs a victory. Uh, 0-2 on the season, going to take on uh, OVC foe, Eastern Illinois. And Jackson State going to be back at home and is going to be taking on Mississippi Valley State. That should be a good football game. This is a game that should have been played, as I mentioned, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Mississippi Valley State had the COVID protocols that they had to go through, so couldn't play that game. It's going to be a little bit different. I think Valley had more of a chance. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying Valley doesn't have a chance on Saturday, uh, but I think they had more, or, or Sunday. This is a Sunday game. So the Tennessee State game is a Sunday game, and Jackson State, Mississippi Valley State is a Sunday game. Not saying Valley doesn't have a chance, but I think it had more of a chance when it was going to catch Jackson State coming off the victory against Edward Waters. I think Jackson State's uh, confidence is, is super sky high, but obviously they have to play the game. And so we'll see how it ultimately plays out. So that's the hump day edition of the HBCU football daily podcast on tomorrow. Going to look a little bit further at some of these matchups in week four of HBCU football. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU football daily podcast where you can find us at our website, box where you can download and listen also on Apple podcasts as well as iHeart media.com talk with you tomorrow find the box to row youtube page for conversations with stars like Amari hardware michael strohan and with some of our favorite sports guests over the years, over the years.